The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sounds of the Heart with Sandy Goldstone. When we heed the call and say yes to live from the truth of our hearts, we accept the invitation to deeply relax, trust, and let go of fear, control, struggle, suffering, and separation. Now, here is your host, Sandy Goldstone. Hello, lovelies. Welcome to this week's episode of Sounds of the Heart. As your host, I am delighted to have your beautiful presence and heart's vibration join with mine. As we listen, share and explore in this hour together, I invite us all to join together as one conscious global heart as we take a deep breath in and relax out with a sound. Ah, to gently ground our being in calm stillness, meeting ourselves in love, as love, what we always are now. And it's so wonderful to feel our hearts become part of the one unified field of love through the breath. Thank you for joining me again today. And today I just want to take some time to just deeply honour and to send out love and light to all those places and spaces on the planet and particularly in Belgium that are filled with fear, worry, sadness, anger and pain. I want us to just close our eyes and imagine that we are going into a dark room And in that room, there is a light switch. And we go up and we turn that light switch on. And it is filled with the most beautiful, powerful, radiant light. And as we turn that light on, the light that is always within us and around us, the light that can transmute and transform and bring back to itself the love and the light of the oneness of all that is. Let it dissolve. Let it surround. Let it transform and transcend all patterns of fear, Worry, sadness, anger, pain. Let us see and feel and know that as we join together in the light and the love of the oneness of all that is, that it is more natural for us to love, trust and be compassionate than to fear 
hate and be unkind. Let us tune in and deeply know from that space and pace of love and light to see truly and to know our true nature and to return home to that true nature, our natural state of being by tuning in and following and vibrating the song of our hearts of love, peace, joy, wisdom, unity, wholeness, abundance and freedom. As we breathe in that light and that love, may we exhale out a blanket of peace, stabilizing, grounding, affirming in the goodness and the benevolence of life and God and the universe and everything that holds us in this moment now in that light and love and grace. May we blanket ourselves and in all those places and spaces within and without and particularly in those places of Belgium which have been disrupted and disturbed through that which we are not and that is violence and hate and fear and actions that are unmerciful and unkind and are based in thinking of separation and fragmentation. We stand as one unified. Love is here. Love is what we are. We are this now and always and forevermore. We are the light. We stand unified. We breathe as one unified in love and by love. And we just rest in that silence, in that peace that passes all understanding and is always abiding under uncertainty. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. And now, beloveds, it gives me the most delightful um, honor to introduce our beautiful guest, Deb King, who is a happiness ambassador, has always been passionate about loving life. From party animal to life coach, Deb has learnt that true happiness, joy and love is found internally rather than externally. Deb loves sharing uplifting reminders for how to love life 
and love ourselves more. Through her short two-minute podcast, Loving Life Radio, Deb is also one of the authors featured in the Inspirational Bible. From immersing herself in the personal development industry for over 10 years as a coach and trainer, Deb has been selected to represent leading coach organizations, to work with their top clients, and was awarded Coach of the Year in 2014. Deb has a powerful toolbox of modalities, including NLP, Theta Healing, Wealth Dynamics, and more. Her main focus now is following her intuition and the heart's guidance. Being a trained teacher of the transformational energy game, The Wish, Deb really knows how to help people live their happiest, most authentic life. Welcome, Deb. It's so beautiful to have you on our call, Sounds of the Heart. So happy that you said yes to being our guest today and for us to discussing this beautiful topic so timely at this time now. Thanks, Sandy. It's an absolute delight to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited. (laughs) Fantastic. So you've described yourself as a party animal, always passionate about loving life. So what insights or truths did you learn and acquire about the path of joy during those years of being a party animal? Oh, well, um, Sandy, yeah, exactly. I'm not really a party animal anymore. (laughs) I, I like to have a good time, but back then, yeah, I was a really... Um, major party animal all through uni and and then um, over in London I, I I grew up in Sydney but moved to London and worked in um, a record company and ended up working in nightclubs um, behind the bar then became a bouncer in clubs and then became a nightclub manager and the whole time was very much uh, it was all about partying and um, <laughs> I was pretty extreme and so what what I I kind of learned was that I was escaping I wasn't really feeling my feelings like I never really liked to feel the what I'd call you know inverted commas negative feelings Mm -hmm. I always wanted everything to be fun and positive and so I was always seeking externally for the happiness and um I guess trying to uh just find it outside myself and I, I wasn't really present I never really got present to how I truly felt um I experienced pleasure and satisfaction at times but of course eventually realized it wasn't sustainable it wasn't fulfilling and I wanted more than partying and I started the journey to look within and that's where I have learned so much about myself and so much more joy has been experienced um, and it continues to increase um, by just being present and aware to to the magic in every moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, I, you know, I guess we all have um, times when we don't want to deal with difficult feelings and the mind wants to judge them as unacceptable and unlovable. And so we do whatever we can to move away from them, whether that is, you know, being a party animal, as you describe, like hanging out in nightclubs and, and um, staying up at all hours, um, wanting to numb our senses. But we can do that just as easily by losing ourselves through the internet, through Facebook, through, you know, any kind of activity that we 
um, are using to not feel and not be fully present to all the ways in which life is appearing in this moment. And it enables us to fully expand into the fullness of the moment and feel the totality of that because nothing is left out. Love embraces and um, says yes to it all because it doesn't judge. And so it can say yes. And so it's just giving ourselves permission and our, you know, giving our minds a rest to just kind of go, it's all okay, just breathe and just surrender and just enjoy the the fullness of the now. So there's a real big focus on happiness and being happy and finding happiness. And often the words happiness and joy are used interchangeably. But are they really one in the same meaning? Uh, It's a really great question, Sandy. And I I find that all words um, tend to have we 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 put our own meaning and definition on words. So if you pick a word and you get a group of people together and you ask them their definition, it's very likely to be a little bit different. So I, I feel that it's um, they can be interchangeable for some people, and then there's also differences as well, of course. So for me, um, I find that true happiness and joy can be the same and that's true happiness meaning when you're happy for no reason but if it's the happiness that you're seeking and you're needing some something to to happen a circumstance you'll be happy when this happens or because of something else that's um that's very different to the joy that I feel is the the inner joy that's the essence of who we are that's always there and just our awareness can can go in and out. But um, it's a really interesting uh, word happiness because because everyone has <laughs> such an interesting, their own take on it and really truly what we, everything we do and, and everything we strive for is usually because we think it's going to make us happier. So we're all kind of seeking happiness in a way um, often well, in in what our choices are, um, mm-hmm. and it it is an interesting one because I've called myself a happiness ambassador, and I sometimes feel that that gets misinterpreted where people think that I actually am saying you need to be happy all the time, which is actually mm-hmm. not the case. Mm-hmm. I actually I I feel um, it's really about loving loving ourselves and loving our life and loving all of it and feeling that joy and that truth that's within us. Um, and, and when we do that, we, we, we can, we can be happy pretty much all the time, even when it doesn't feel great because we're just Mm -hmm. observing and aware of what's happening and, and we can experience joy through that because we're not suffering it. So I suppose, um, it does, it, it's quite a big question that, that I, to simplify it, I would go, Yes, they're very much the same in some ways and they've they're also got their differences. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't really matter. Like everyone gets to choose what how they want to feel and what they want to focus on and choose the quality mm-hmm. of life experience that they, they want. And there are ways to choose a... a what I would say a, a more joyful quality of life experience if, if we want that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I always saw happiness as as um, 
you know, something about happening, something had to be happening in order for happiness to be present. And, um, and the thing, the, can, the story was, or the training was, is that if you do this, then you'll get happy. So it was like, I had to achieve something or get somewhere other than being where I was now and being fully, um, in the in the present the now and the fullness of now something else had to be happening other than what was happening now for me to be happy and <laughs> and you would kind of you would get that and then and then so within of that what you attach that happiness to got taken away then it was like oh total devastation and total it was like you know but then you kind of tune in and you just go it's beyond all circumstances it's not dependent on expectation or nothing needs to be happening now for um happiness and the essence of joy of what we truly are to be present absolutely absolutely and that that's where true happiness is where it's not dependent on circumstances or needing a reason and it's a really funny one how how happiness can be misinterpreted or who knows what, you know, people can feel like it's happy because of something. It's it's really funny. When I started my coaching career in 2003, I was really passionate about doing my assessment on how um, people can be happier and I wasn't allowed to use that word. They were really anti it. They were like, oh, no, you can use fulfillment. Um, you, mm-hmm. Like happiness wasn't. But the funny thing is ever since then, you know, more and more uh, interest in happiness has happened over the last um, decade. Mm-hmm. And there's there's um, positive psychology conferences and all sorts of things, um, a lot more studies in happiness. And, and so it's a really exciting topic and word and inquiry for us to work out okay what is it for us and and what 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 do we what can help us be even happier mm-hmm. and 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 joy and when we're think, thinking about in that in that sense then that's the, for me the same as joy fulfillment all of it that that experience that we want to really live our life in the most um glorious way we can that's all of it and like you said it's actually within where we're just aware of our our actual true essence Mm -hmm. nothing actually needs to be happening for that to be be experienced Mm -hmm. so we're talking about joy being an inside job then so what specifically has led you to that realization that joy is an um, inside job as opposed to external um, grasping and like when I have a relationship I'll be happy what is it that's led you to believe or to have that realization that joy is an inside job <laughs> well um, probably because I tried for so many years to seek it externally um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's not outside of ourselves I I did all the um, uh, yeah had the parties and and the the relationship and I don't know seeking externally for things that I thought would make me happy and to a degree you know I did enjoy a lot of it um 
but there was a time where it came to, to the point where it's like, well, I mean, this is cool, but I want more. I want, and it is looking for that greater sense of fulfillment and greater sense of, um, like, it, it's it's more than you you can experience certain pleasure and satisfaction externally, but the opposite, you're kind of in a duality there because when you have pleasure, there's also pain. When there's satisfaction, there's dissatisfaction. Mm-hmm. And and so when we actually go, oh, right, that, that's the true essence in within us is actually there is constant joy. There's, there's creativity. There's compassion. There's love. There's everything is already within us right now. We actually don't need to seek externally at all for that we can just actually find that right this moment within us. And, and that was quite, um, it took me many, many years to realise that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and many, many um, personal development and spiritual development courses and, and yes. you know, it's an ongoing journey for me um, to practise it. But I really, you know, it's pretty much been a big focus of my life. So I, I, um, I'm pretty confident that's the truth, certainly is the truth for me. Yes, and it's not just um, seeking in the in the you know so called external like through pubs and clubs and you know night clubbing and all that kind of stuff. But we can be become real seekers, you know, in a, in um, in our spiritual life as well, and think that I have to go to another you know um, retreat and another um, yoga session and and another this and that and I have to get my body all right and all that kind of stuff and it that can also be a distraction from just being still and knowing and seeing clearly that that which we have always been and already are is within us and there isn't anything that we need to do to um, be in contact with that but just to be still and to be in that place of joyous loving awareness so um so it's not just in the seeking of the so-called you know the pleasure seeking all that but we can be really caught up that in that as spiritual seekers as well so so it's it's kind of like when we let ourselves live in the mind versus living in the heart and I love the name of your your show because the more we can actually be present in our heart and live from there that's that's where we find all that. Whereas if if there's any kind of mind chatter going, oh, I need to do another yoga session or spiritual course or that's that seeking externally, that is not going to lead to the true joy. Yes, yes. Mm. And so you were talking about what it has been to see yourself through the eyes of divine love and listening to your intuition. So how has that assisted to have your clarity around seeing the joy within? Well, when I actually realised that we are all divine and and our intuition is available to us, at, you know, 24-7, whether we call it source or the universe or the field or God or, or whatever, we want to refer to that that. Um, larger presence for us or divine love when we actually realize how connected we are to that and we are that and and we can live from the eyes of that and and tap into that and be guided by that all the time that that is one of 
the things that I was seeking and um, the more I live practicing that, the more joyful my life is. The more um, I bring presence and awareness to my intuition and, and divine love, the more delicious life is because obviously our mind only has a small percentage of, of consciousness. Um, there's so so much more um, happening in every moment than we are consciously aware of. Mm-hmm. So the more there's endless possibilities of what we can bring our presence and awareness to. So we can never get bored of it really because there's always more in every moment to enjoy and bring um, just bring that wonder and awareness like it's quite it's fascinating and overwhelming how powerful and amazing um everything is when we really get present to it and so I'm just really excited to to be living this way now and I I just really yeah I'm very grateful very grateful yes and that thing of boredom is like I just see it as the mind's inner restlessness and it's agitated because it's wanting to not be present to the now and and it's thinking that something else needs to be happening and um, other than what is occurring in the moment and often that's to get us away or out of feeling something really. Um, so that inner restlessness is... Um, is something that dissipates and kind of becomes still and quiet when we open ourselves up and allow ourselves to really deeply connect with the joy within. But if, you know, joy is just a choice away, and it is, why is it so difficult for us to see this as our divine birthright and as part of our true divine nature? If it's just a choice away, we can just be in joy in this moment. It's a choice away. We choose to be in the presence with joy. Absolutely. I mean, that's such a great question, Sandy. Uh, I was petrified of being present, I think. I, I was just so scared of feeling those feelings that were scary um, and, you know, there's so many ways the mind um, gets in the way of, of well, make you know, making it difficult for us to choose joy because we, if we go into, you know, judgment is a huge one. Um, judgment, having rules, having expectations, being self-critical, self-doubting, comparing ourselves, having stories that get in the way, the distractions, like you mentioned, there are just so many ways the mind <laughs> has to. Um, to make it difficult to choose joy and choose choose to be present and aware and it potentially is depending on where we are in our spiritual journey um, and and what we choose to believe about ourselves and life and and our experiences and um, and how 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 much we want it because you know we can have anything we want if we we get clear on what that is. And perhaps some people either don't want it or haven't given themselves permission to be happy or feel joy or aren't taking responsibility for for it themselves. They're being a victim or they're trying to take on responsibility for others. And just really, you know, there's an endless list of things that 
that make it difficult for us. Um, but again, it goes back to it is actually simple when we choose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're you're kind of talking about also what are the sabotages of um, joy. So it's it's really going into those um, seeing ourselves from that fragmented, separate self and not seeing ourselves as part of that invisible unified field of love and we're just all this energy in the soup and and (laughs) um (laughs) we're just kind of creating and co-creating from that place and space and what energy we're aligned to in that moment if we're in a place of criticism or or blame or judgment or condemnation that's the kind of um, ripple effect that's going to go out, but it's also going to come back to us. And Absolutely. when we're in that place of joy and peace, because I just feel that that peace has a undertone of joyousness about it. There is something that is deeply relaxed and joyous and peaceful in knowing that we are all interconnected and we are part of that unified field of Um, love consciousness and that we're not separate from anything that abundance and joy is always within us at all times so lovelies it's time for us to take a short break this is sandy goldstone and my guest is deb king and you're listening to sounds of the heart with sandy goldstone on voice america seventh wave channel stay tuned and we'll be back The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. We are all searching for a deeper meaning in life. The possibility exists to create our life from the perspective of our true divine nature, where the experience of joy, love, abundance, freedom, and peace is our birthright. On the inner frontier... Host Darlene Green presents a new topic every week with a high-frequency conversation to support a gentle revealing of the divine that is unique to you. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel for The Inner Frontier. Sometimes in the busyness of daily living, we can forget who we truly are as spiritual beings with intent and purpose fueling our goals and dreams. Remembering begins with navigating belief structures, family or cultural expectations and history, so we can find our way. Listen in to Timeshare with host Marie Jackson. Marie and her regular contributors discuss life's questions, challenges, obstacles, and rewards, all bringing us to the spirit of who we are. Timeshare with Marie Jackson can be heard live every Thursday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to the Sounds of the Heart. To find out more about our program, visit Sandy's website, at soundsoftheheart.com.au. Again, that's soundsoftheheart.com.au. Now, back to Sounds of the Heart with Sandy Goldstone. 
You need to be shush now. And we are back, lovelies, with Sounds of the Heart on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America. And I am your host, Sandy Goldstone, talking with my guest, Deb King. So we were talking about the things that sabotage our joy and what has us feel disconnected from seeing that joy is within us at all times. So what tools and resources have you drawn on to stay in touch with your joy's full presence while being challenged and confronted with difficulties? Because it's really easy to kind of, you know, be joyous and happy when our mind says, everything's honky-dory and I'm getting what I want and need and all that kind of stuff. And But what happens when we're challenged with difficulties and things, you know, appear to be not going how we, you know, how we want them to or what we see for ourselves as being possible? Yeah, great question again, Sandy, because it is easy to be feeling joy when it's easy and it's the times when it's tough. How do we do that? Um, it's it's an interesting one. You know, I'm very fortunate to have a lot of great people around me that support me and um, I, through the learnings that I've had over the years, I really know that everything is perfect. So having that knowing is really useful because it's like even when it feels really crappy and not what I want, it's not going what I wanted, what I thought it would be. Um, it, it's kind of when we can just trust that everything is perfect. And there's a few great stories of people that have shared stories with me of where, you know, it, it would seem like, what happened was so not what they wanted, but on after time, something else happened that wouldn't have happened that was far better. And we've probably all got an example like that, which is great to remember back in your life. Where have you really wanted something? It hasn't happened the way you want, but something better actually came along instead because mm-hmm. that is a great example of like, yes, we can actually trust the universe. The universe can see the whole p- like whole jigsaw puzzle we're just seeing one piece at a time and when we can just trust that you know what it's not exactly what I want it feels like crap but knowing it's going to work out for the best and even better than what I had have thought that is really useful it's a useful way of thinking about it from my perspective I've found that helpful um, I also find when we when we really see everything that's been shown to us as messages and signs from the universe of everything is a a reflection of what's going on internally and everything is an opportunity for how to love ourselves even more. So, for example, if there's a person in our life that's really triggering us, what is it in that person that is triggering you and then turn that back on, okay, where am I doing that myself? Where am I, you know, or or if it's like I really I feel like I want to be acknowledged by someone at work and they're not acknowledging me. It's like, okay, how about you turn around and acknowledge yourself and then you don't actually need it from that other person and funnily enough, once you give it to yourself, you'll probably have it reflected back as well. And that goes for anything that's triggering us in people and also in circumstances where something might happen in our life whether it's um, a, an injury or an accident or any, anything that could happen 
externally, it's always a message to, 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 for us to look at and see, okay, what is the message here? What is it that I need to, to see or shift or how could I love myself even more through this? Um, <clears throat> because it's really fascinating when we look at life in that way and it's really useful because it helps us on our path to making the choices that we need. So um, there's, there's actually so many ways of like accessing tools and resources. As I mentioned, with positive psychology these days, there's many, many teachers in personal development, spiritual development, um, a really key person in the field of happiness and joy is a guy called Robert Holden. He's just a delight. Mm -hmm. um, there is, um, as I mentioned to you, the wish game, which is just mm -hmm. such a, a fun and fabulous tool. Um, but, yeah, there's endless um, great teachers. And, you know, at different times, different teachings and books and courses and different things will resonate us at different times. So it's like really trusting yourself for what's right for you and 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 gaining the, the bits that work for you because some bits aren't going to resonate and some are. So take what is useful for you and and keep on moving forward. When it's really, really tough, Get support, get someone, whether it's a friend or a coach or a healer or any anyone that can actually support you through the times of being challenged. You don't have to do it alone. I often find when I'm challenged, I want to retreat and hide away, but the best thing I can do is actually call someone and speak to someone or go out and see someone because um, shifting our energy is, is, is really helpful as well. And doing those things that we know that feed our soul, whether it's, um, going to the ocean or listening to music and dancing or being in nature or moving our body or, um, getting creative or, you know, it's like really stopping, tune into your heart and your intuition and say, what do I need right now? And, and really give yourself whatever it is you need and maybe it is means you need to cry. Maybe you need mm -hmm. to journal. Maybe you need to actually just feel the feeling, whatever feeling it is, mm -hmm. and let it flow through you. Sometimes those feelings that aren't feeling so good, if we actually sit and be present with it, it actually moves through very quickly, like really, really quickly. We think in our head that it's going to be like super painful, but actually by just bringing awareness to it, it can actually shift really fast and you're then really feeling free. So um, there's a lot, yeah. Uh, does that answer the question? There's a lot I could go on for or the whole hour on tools and resources. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's given us a, you know, a really good overview. And for me, my process is very internal. So there's a big difference between isolation and solitude. And um, so, and you know, my, mine is just really simple. It's just like, God help me. God help me to see the bigger picture of this and to see um, what it is that's really in front of me that is beyond any kind of idea or picture or anything that the mind is kind of conjuring up in the, in the moment and trying to scare me with because um, um, something is either my damnation or going to be my salvation according to the mind and so it doesn't allow that um, presence in the moment to fully meet and to feel everything that's appearing because you know really it's just a feeling 
it's just a thought and sometimes we just give it all the power and just go, this is all who I am in the moment and the experience. And it's just like, how do I want to embrace the experience? Do I want to choose fear or love or do I want to choose peace and joy or distrust and anger? So it's, it's really bringing ourselves into that awareness and connecting to that bigger picture and seeing that we're part of everything. And then it's like, and then from that place, what steps can I take to get support, to get those resources, to really support and assist me to do this in a way which is not going to create more suffering and pain for myself and others? Beautiful. Beautiful. I feel it's like, yeah, it's, it is. It's that sitting with yourself through the feelings, loving yourself through it. It's really letting go of the judgment that, that, you know, well, from my experience, I would judge feeling not good so badly that made it so much worse and it made it such more suffering than it needed to be. When we actually just, like you say, it's just a feeling and we can kind of love ourselves and sit with ourselves through feeling it, it, we burn through it and the other side of it is love and freedom and peace. So it's it's actually something to welcome rather than, well, rather than, you know, often like we were saying about the, the distractions and, and, and kind of avoiding it. We, we can be very good at our mind telling us that we feel fine and the feeling will still stay in our vibration. So, and we won't be truly feeling the joy that we, we, we really wish because it's in the way. So it's like feel whatever needs to be felt, kind of allow that to move through and then you are so free and full of joy and it, it's, it's really magical. Yes, and and I had the experience where life showed me very clearly when I was overcome with grief and my mind was telling me that somehow in this moment that I was separate from love and and grace and God and and this little voice just said to me, you know, just check in and see if that's really true, Sandy. Just see if love is not present um, right now in this moment of deep grief. And it was like, oh, wow. It doesn't matter what we're feeling or what we're thinking, that love is that unified field that is always within and around us and we can't be separate from us. So so everything that we meet, everything that is occurring, it is happening within that, that big um, outstretched arm and trampoline and this, this beautiful um, net that in, holds us so beautifully in love at all times, in all ways. And so it's just, it was really beautiful to have that realization because my mind was really doing, you know, a number on me, just kind of going, <laughs> eh, 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 you know. <laughs> it's just like, and it's like, no, that's not true. Whatever is occurring, whatever I'm feeling, love is always in and around and surrounding that um, feeling and that thought and that experience in the moment. So, how it's, important it's, is gratitude with this? Have you noticed? Oh, so, so important. Um, for me, it's like one of the most important things. It's essential to be thankful and grateful and in appreciation. When we, when I feel that, I am 
full of joy. When I really, truly can be in appreciation, it's just such a gorgeous way to live. It's it's the times when I'm not feeling that that I'm probably the most grumpy or not in love. Mm. And, and it's really, really fascinating. Like you say, love is always there and it's really a matter of how, where we bring our awareness to. And so most of the time when we're not feeling great, very, very, I would say pretty much guaranteed you're not feeling grateful or in appreciation. So when we can turn that around to finding even the smallest little thing to focus on to be grateful for, because there's actually unlimited things to be grateful for in every moment. There truly, truly is. And so when we can start to just turn our focus back into gratitude and finding little ways of being thankful in that moment and from there it can build and from there you just shift everything into a beautiful energy of appreciation and love. They're very much similar frequencies and that is joy, love, appreciation. They're all kind of in that space where that's there all the time for us mm-hmm. when we can remember to bring our attention and focus on it. Yes, and sometimes when things like, you know, we can be beset by, you know, really difficult challenges, things can be going you know, topsy-turvy with our health or we might be losing our job or, you know, things are really in the process of big change. And sometimes it's just really focusing on the little things. I remember when I was having a real difficult time and I would just like go to the beach and like look at all the grains of the, the sand and it was just like, wow, that is that is that much abundance of just all this to be grateful for and it just like expanded my sense of everything I was connected to and the abundance that I was a part of and so it just kind of made things feel not so scary and um, um, uncertain and unstable. It just kind of gave me this really peaceful groundedness and expanded my heart into going, okay, so what's possible here? instead of going into that place of contraction of worry and fear and focusing what I don't have, it's like, what is possible here for life to bring me in this moment from that place of gratitude for all that we are and everything that is within and around us? That's so beautiful, Sandy. And I, I, You're so right. I mean, it's fascinating when we can reconnect to that. It just allows all possibilities. So you talked about the wish game, and I know that you're a trainer in that. Can you share with us why it's such a powerful transformational tool for us to access our joy and, you know, how does it kind of work? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's a beautiful energy game. It's in the format. It's like a board game. The board is actually a beautiful blue silk um piece of fabric with an infinity sign on it and along the infinity sign are all sorts of symbols each relate relating to eight different cards wish decks and these are pearls of wisdom and intention cards and abundance cards and creativity and freedom so there's eight different sets of cards there um, including block cards as well so what happens Mm. is you you play the game on one particular wish so 
you know, we can have unlimited wishes. You can wish for anything. Nothing's too big or too small. And when you play the wish game, you choose one specific wish that is going to make your heart happiest right now. And then you write out that game, that wish, sorry, and then what you do is you choose the crystal that that is your playing piece. You put that on the infinity sign and then you roll a dice and land on different symbols which will relate to the different wish cards. And each each part of the game has a message for you. So each card, you read the card, you, you relate that back to your wish and it is absolutely phenomenal the insights that you get for yourself regarding what's in the way of your wish, what steps you need to take for your wish to come true. It just totally empowers you and puts you in the energy of your wish coming true and people feel lighter, freer, like so joyful just by playing the game and, oh, it's absolutely magic. I, I, I have seen so many games now and I still get blown away by the, the cards <laughs> that get chosen because it's just always so perfect. Like it is, it is quite fascinating um, and it really does help people's wishes come true. It's, it's I would call it magic. Yes, and what better way to just, you know, get in touch with our joy is through that sense of play. And, you know, I had that experience that you ran through with me for that half an hour and and it was just, oh, my goodness, it's just like playing a tarot game, like with, with yourself and just seeing what is um, your higher self is reflecting back to you. And um, so when I stated my wish and everything, and then at the end of it, it was going, and your wish has been granted. It was like, <laughs> it's like, wow. And then just the blocks that came through, it was just, it was incredible because it was just like, you have that awareness, but it's like that life is giving you that mirrored confirmation that you're on the right path and you can trust your own inner knowing and your own inner guidance. And um, to really... Yeah, that's what I found. It was just this beautiful confirmation of um, of trusting your intuition and life's guidance, and um, and to having all that beautiful support that's available within and around us. And definitely fun, definitely fun um, to kind of learn things that you might be struggling with, but not to do it in a heavy. Um, way but to just do it in that place of joyous celebration and and yeah it was a delight it was such a delight yeah Yeah, it was was a delight playing with you Sandy and yeah it's you've described it perfectly it really does just give you the messages the confirmation and in such a fun playful way it's 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 really something that um, I'm excited that more and more people are finding out about it and it's a really it's just going to I think, you know, everyone will have one in their house soon because <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and wonderful to bring about, you know, balance and harmony and um, healing within in families or within friends and all that kind of stuff because when you work with it in the system with with groups of people, it's like those collective themes get brought forth to be addressed and um, transformed and healed within ourselves and brought back into that wholeness and oneness of all that is. 
where we might have been seeing ourselves as separate and fragmented because we're holding on to certain stories or attitudes and beliefs or assumptions. So it just kind of dispels all that too and just, um, yeah, unifies it in such a fun, playful, um, joyful way. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And it's it's nice when you do play with friends actually because it just takes the conversation that, that layer deeper than general like people bond even when I've had events and people don't even know each other they really get to bond in such a beautiful way because what you end up talking about and sharing is just that layer deeper than often general society tends to go at so it's it's very very special Mm -hmm. so where is the get wish game played and where can our listeners get in contact with you if wanting guidance and assistance to access more fully their divine being as i am joy (laughs) ah beautiful well the wish is played all over the world there are um 20 teachers all over the world actually that can facilitate um games with people but you can actually play the game by yourself you can buy the game online um, or you can actually get an app on your phone if you've got an iPhone or iPad which is all fun as well so you can play it by yourself you can play it facilitated with um, a wish teacher you can play in groups or at events we we like sometimes put on events all over the place um we can do it in person over skype whatever needs to happen we also have a facebook group which is a closed group called wish club where once a month there's a a game played on a global wish which is really beautiful so if anyone wants to be part of that we can join you to that group as well um Of course, people can get in contact with The Wish directly and buy it online at at the website there or contact me um, directly at lovingliferadio.com. The Wish is thewish8.com. So the wish with the number 8.com. That's where you could directly buy the game um, or link through to the app. Um, And, yeah, uh, all The Wish teachers are absolutely beautiful and trained by the lady who created it called Louise Laffey. Louise is absolutely phenomenal. If you ever get the chance to train with her, I can't recommend it highly enough. She is has been my mentor and teacher for the past three years and she's totally changed my life um, to living a much more authentic, happy, joyful life. And um, she's also recently launched Wish School. So there's more and more programs that are going to be av- available to to be a part of so that you can work with her. Okay, dear. So, yeah, really exciting times. Okay. So, thank you, lovelies. What a beautiful, loving and grounding call we have shared in together this day. As Deb has so passionately reminded us that joy is an inside job, part of our true nature. We get to know and experience ourselves as I am joy, simply through our choice choosing. And we see the ordinary and the mundane become the extraordinary in and as us by seeing ourselves through the unified eyes of divine love. Next week, my guest will be Daniel Sowello, and we'll discuss how the ancient science of astrology can support, assist, and guide us to stay connected and open to life, trusting in its benevolence, as we consciously navigate and balance and harmonize the energetic maze of 2016. Till our hearts join together as one again, this time next week. Peace we are.
joy we are, love we are now, always. I love you. Thank you for being with me today. Blessings. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Sounds of the Heart. Sandy Goldstone invites you to join her again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Connect to your own divine nature in the coming week and explore within.